Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you today? I'm quite well. It's uh, Masters Wednesday, so I'm, uh, I'm feeling good. It's a great week. 46 degrees in Jackson, much nicer in the land of magnolias. It's the uh, par three today at yep. uh, the Masters, isn't it? It is, starts at noon and uh, yeah, I'll be locked into that. That's always fun to watch. It, uh, it almost looks like you're watching a movie. <laughs> and yesterday, I know you're very excited to hear that Tiger Woods said he was going to play and he actually apparently feels like he could win. Yeah, he said, um, you know, the golf uh, swing is fine. It's how his leg is going to handle um, the undulation and the terrain of uh, Augusta. It's the one of the hardest courses to walk in the, in the world. So we'll see how he does. I don't think he'd be there hanging out if he didn't think he could do it just no. fine. So I, uh, I expect it to be fun. It's going to be um, the highest rated Masters of all time. Yeah, they weren't be able. They um, did not have the um, par three uh, last year or the year before. Right. So, much uh, much anticipation about this year's the Masters. Excitement here in Jackson last night. The Jackson City Council approved the sale of the Hotel Hayes to a Milwaukee developer who is planning to turn this historic structure in downtown Jackson into a mixed-use building, primarily apartments, 91 units plus first-floor space for uh, retail, commercial, restaurant. The second-floor ballroom will be restored. Looks like they have plans for perhaps a rooftop patio on top of the third floor. That sounds nice. Yeah. I love rooftop patios. Yeah, that would be an awesome. It's really, it's built perfectly for a rooftop patio where you see those uh, Tivoli lights there. But the uh, developer, Jay Jeffries, Jeffers and Company, they were recruited by Scott Fleming, the uh, Anchor Initiative CEO. Last summer, he had this idea, let's get some developers in, mm -hmm. give them lunch. They had a luncheon at Veritas. They took them on a tour of the building. They got together uh, MEDC, a uh, bunch of incentives. The city of Jackson participated. Uh, they wined and dined a group of developers. One developer, uh, Jay Jeffers showed the most interest. In fact, I believe uh, he was the only one mm -hmm. that um, showed interest. So they put together um, you know, a series of meetings, uh, brought him back, they got him excited, he got excited, and he's got quite a track record of developing historic structures, mostly in Milwaukee. And if you look at his website, they are beautiful, what they've yeah. done. So that's um, it's very exciting. This is the, the the really the project that has the most potential of all the ones that we've seen over the last 20 years. So and the uh, type of project does not rely on uh, MISHTA funding or any kind of state approval. They are planning on getting MEDC funding. They've already been in contact with MEDC. There's um, brownfield redevelopment. There's uh, obsolete property uh, and other uh, tax increment financing credits that will be available for this $27 million project. And the uh, rents, they are uh, publishing uh, in their presentation to the city some potential rents, uh, studio apartments, uh, one bedroom and two bedroom apartments ranging from 833 to about 1150. So those are market rate. Market rate, yeah. So um, a lot of uh, credit goes to a lot of people for this. You know, this building needed some maintaining over the years just to mm -hmm. be able to get into a position where you could show potential developers um, credit to the Anchor Initiative. I know the city has uh, 
took taking care of that building for years and remember five or six years ago when uh, there was a potential um, remember seeing the Liberty landfill dumpsters up there so the roof could be taken care of and things like that so a lot of maintenance has gone into this property um, but great news it's gonna bring a lot of jobs um, another great place for people to live downtown more options for uh, restaurant and retail which we we always have room for more restaurants and retail yeah this is an albatross that's been hanging around city manager Jonathan's green neck since he came to Jackson when he first started in the city mm -hmm. as Downtown Development Authority Executive Director. This was one of his first assignments. Get this property developed and sold. And uh, so he's been very involved over the mm -hmm. last uh, several months working with Scott yeah. to uh, make this happen. So congratulations. Yeah. And, and we've seen a, a building almost uh, identical to this restored when we were in Wabash, Indiana years ago. Yeah. And it's amazing. Um, and I like our downtown better than their darn downtown. <laughs> So it would be amazing if uh, when this happens. So I'm, I'm very excited. It's great for everyone in Jackson County. It's, it's really good news. Yeah, Jay Jeffers saw that uh, the 200 and Lofts on Louis were both fully occupied with long waiting lists and the Albert Kahn Apartments, uh, which are affordable housing. They have a three ring binder, three mm -hmm. three ring binders full of rental applications as their waiting list. So definitely, and everyone in Jackson knows we we have a need for housing. So yeah. Uh, mm. While we're on uh, city news, more more city news. The first street construction project of the year is underway, and uh, this is near Cascades. This is the first street project of 2022, and it's on Denton Road, and that started yesterday, and it's in the Cascades Park area, Denton between South Brown and the Cascades Bridge, which of course you remember that was uh, refurbished a few years ago. Uh, it's a known trouble spot for potholes. It's getting resurfaced this spring and uh, smoother drive around those Cascades streets should open uh, to traffic in June when the project is complete. So there's some, uh, some potholes going away, so that's good. Yeah, the city uh, last night also approved uh, a redo of the MLK Equality Trail. It, um, well, it's you know kind of showing its age, and they're planning to widen it and completely redo it. And they have also approved a community garden ordinance to allow uh, more more community gardens. So very good, good stuff. news. Yeah, great things happening uh, in Jackson. Uh, tomorrow, be aware. Don't be uh, driving distracted. A big crackdown starts tomorrow as part of you drive, you text, you pay. Uh, 48 states uh, make it illegal to text while driving, including uh, Michigan. Law here prohibits reading, manually typing, or sending a text while driving. And if you do, you text, yeah. you drive, you pay. Crackdown starts tomorrow. It's easy to just spot people that are texting and driving. Um, mm -hmm. and we have Sheriff Gary Schutte coming up. I think what happens is uh, people slow way down when they text. Have you seen that? Oh, I know. I was I was on uh, East Michigan Avenue yesterday, and um, I was next to someone who was drifting in my lane. Yeah, because their phone's up. <sighs> yeah. Why were they drifting in my lane? They got a Facebook notification. <laughs> Had to see what it was. Nuts. Hey, I want to give a uh, quick shout out to uh, Napoleon wrestling coach Carl Bunker, who is uh, resigning. He is. Yeah, he is. And uh, shout out to uh, Napoleon and uh, 
Coach Bunker. So yeah, he recently resigned as the head coach. Here's a shot of him at the state finals. And uh, Napoleon posted this on their social media. And um, He's been involved with the Napoleon wrestling program for almost 40 years. Uh, was a college wrestler at CMU and a graduate of Napoleon, Napoleon assistant coach, and then has been the head coach for the last 10 years. As part of the coaching staff, he guided 37 state placers and 11 state champions. That's amazing. We appreciate all the time and effort he has devoted to student athletes in Napoleon, leaving the wrestling program in a great place, winning a piece of the last two conference titles and winning five out of the last six team district championships. And he was named regional coach of the year this wow. year. So, you know, a lot of times wrestling doesn't get a lot of credit and you know, I mean, it's a it's a wonderful sport, and look at some of the accomplishments mm. Coach uh, Bunker has. So I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. Yeah, congratulations on a great career. Yeah. Thanks for all you've done for uh, the athletes uh, of Napoleon. Staying in Napoleon, it is uh, Customer Appreciation Week at uh, Napoleon Lawn and Leisure, mm. which is great. Um, they're going to have savings all week. This week, as Customer Appreciation Week happens, that's uh, the 4th through the 9th, and they will have food on Friday and Saturday. So stop out to uh, Napoleon Lawn on mm. Friday and Saturday. Hmm. Uh, speaking of uh, retirements, uh, Fred Upton announced yesterday he's uh, retiring from Congress after uh, how many years? Wow, 30 40 years, the most senior member of Michigan's uh, House delegation, and that allows um, Representative Bill Hazenga to uh, run for re-election unopposed because of redistricting. Fred Upton and Bill Hazenga were both in the same district. So you might recall Representative Upton was one of 10 Republicans who voted uh, to impeach the president. So he didn't get the, uh, President Trump's uh, endorsement. So huh. mm -hmm. what else is going yeah. on? Are we back? Yeah, we're back, <laughs> I think. Okay, there we are. There we are. It, I should mention it's Noah's birthday and uh, he, was, he was probably uh, getting birthday texts. Mm -hmm. Brandon, would you run this up to Noah for us? So Happy now. birthday, Yeah, run it up to him right now. Yeah. I mean, what? it's okay. We've already, we've already had a few. We're going to have a wild show. Mm. Okay. So, the, um, yeah, so we, we've got a little something for Napoleon. He was uh, making fun of uh, some of the things we did on vacation. So, uh, we got him a little something to clean up his feet. I know you're a big uh, Disney fan. Here's some good news. Mickey Mouse and uh, other characters at the theme parks will now be allowed to hug the visitors. And I think, have you, you haven't been to Disney since the pandemic, have you? No, I have. Uh, oh. I have actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Disneyland. So, um, so no. we need, yeah, we have, Dis we have some pictures, I think. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It's a, it's a wild day here. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, Disney's uh, rule during the pandemic, uh, no hugs, no autographs, no interacting up close with fans. So this is coming back at Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and on Disney Cruises. And it's one of the biggest things, you know, that the kids want to do. They want to wait in line and hug and get their pictures. So we did go during the pandemic and uh, they have the characters behind like velvet ropes and you go stand in front of them and get their picture taken. So. It'll be wonderful for the kids to hug um, 
whoever's in that costume. Even Donald Duck. Even Donald. There's me. I'm a great sport. Nice. That was the last time I wore jeans. <laughs> Those are jeans? Yeah. Can we cut back to that, Noah? White jeans. No, there's a gray jeans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? Hey, we've got some uh, sports. Sports, yeah, I was surprised that we had a, a scoreboard, but we had a lot of sports last night. Let's get to our Extreme Dodge scoreboard, brought to you by our friends at Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. I saw you looking at that Wagoneer. Hmm. You thinking about buying mm -hmm. one of those? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. So here's our scoreboard. Jackson High, they had a great start to the season. This was, I think this was indoor at the Don Johnson. They beat Lansing Eastern 14-0 and 13-0. Michigan Center beat Northwest in game one, 4-2, and then uh, lost game two to Northwest, 8-1. to uh, Dansville beat Napoleon, Concord and East Jackson split, and then Lumen Christie and Tecumseh tied at nine. Uh, softball, it was Columbia Central, uh, 25, Lumen 11, and then they also beat Lumen in the second game, 10 to four. Flat Rock over Napoleon. Northwest beat Skyline in both games, and East Jackson beat Concord in uh, both girls softball games. Uh, by quite a big margin. East Jackson looks to be pretty pretty good. Columbia Central good as well. Girls soccer, Columbia Central 8, Jackson Christian 0, Northwest 4, Grass Lake 1, and Lansing Christian beat Western 2-1. to one. And those are our soccer scores. What do we have tonight on deck? We've got a little baseball and a little softball over at Springport, and then we've got uh, some girls tennis, Northwest at CC, and that's 4 o'clock today. Thanks to Extreme Dodge, and thanks to our sports department for uh, getting all this stuff out. Check out GTV.TV for uh, galleries on uh, last night's activities, and uh, follow us along every day on the world leader in local high school sports coverage, JTV and JTV.TV. We've got uh, tickets to Chris Rock, uh, more concerts have been added at the Fox Theater. He's, he had a, a one date set for September. Uh, a couple days ago they added a second date and now uh, both of those are sold out and Chris Rock just added a third date in s September. I think the slap was good for Chris <laughs> Rock's uh, bag of money. Yeah, um, tickets. Pretty, uh, pretty good stuff. You know, he never had a hard time selling out but adding these additional shows. Ooh. Before the slap, at his uh, latest concert, tickets were $44. Uh, after the slap, uh, $450. Oh my goodness. Wow. wow. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, concert season and uh, you know, all these tickets sell out instantly like that and then they're on the resale site. So, I mean, it costs so much money to go to a big time concert mm -hmm. these days. Um, and we have some big time people coming to Detroit. Uh, this year that, you know, haven't been in a few years, so there's going to be a lot of people backed up to uh, see these shows. John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Are we going to John Mulaney? Mm -hmm. Good. April is National Minority Health Month and an important time to recognize the gaps in healthcare people of color contend with in our communities. The Center for Family Health reminds you that minority groups experience inequities in our healthcare system, which creates a disproportionate burden of preventable disease, death, and disability when compared with non-minorities. The Center for Family Health works hard to ensure equal access to care for all their patients. Visit centerforfamilyhealth.org today to learn how the center works to provide equal care for all. The Center for Family Health 
has been opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for more than 30 years. Our first guests on today's show coming up after the break are Sheriff Gary Schutte and Mayor Daniel Mahoney, and we're going to talk about a summit on gun violence right after this break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Today's show is brought to you by Addison Awning, specializing in custom designs and residential awnings of all shapes and styles, an expert in boat covers, built to your needs and made with strict attention to detail to protect your boat and keep it looking like new. Quality design experience, their sign shop produces custom-made vinyl, hand-painted, and commercial signs. Thanks to Addison Awning for helping us bring you today's show. Joining us now, working together on a special event this Friday, the mayor of the city of Jackson, Daniel Mahoney, and Jackson County Sheriff, Gary Schutte. Good morning. Morning, guys. Good morning. Well, first, I want to uh, congratulate uh, the mayor and the city for that uh, big news last night about Hotel Hayes. Yeah, super exciting. It is absolutely exciting. Um, you know, not a countdown be, uh, begins to uh, kind of wait and let them do their due diligence, but I think they've already kind of started the ball rolling on that. Um, and this is just a formality, so I'm excited to see that space come back to life for our community. We've had a lot of false starts on that over the years. Yeah, that's what I've, that's what I've heard. I mean, even in uh, last night's meeting, uh, there was a lot of um, like, okay, here we go again. Uh, let's see if this goes through. Um, but I don't know if we've gotten this far before to making it to us actually making a purchase agreement and um, passing it at council and, and actually getting this far in the process. Um, but, you know, with the, the confidence that um, this group has had with, like, taking this project on, um, I don't think they're going to turn back from here. I really don't. I think they see the uh, forward progress that we've made as a community and that we're continuing to make. Um, the support that we've gotten from uh, the rest of the state, MEDC, and the, you know, it's all making for a good recipe. Now, Friday, uh, Friday is a big day. It, uh, it's a collaborative effort between a, a lot of groups of people. Um, it, and the idea behind this is, is to give everyone a seat at the table to be able to listen to everyone involved, all the stakeholders, uh, police. Um, talk a little bit about bringing everyone together and, and letting them hear from so many different people. Yeah, this has been, um, sorry, you got a guest in the back who is severely distracting yeah, me right now. Yeah, he's distracting me too. <laughs> uh, but um, this, has been, uh, this has been a great collaborative effort. I mean, uh, you know, so the, the idea spurred from the prosecutor's office and uh, him and uh, Lee Hampton kind of talked about this. Uh, and then they brought the idea over to Sheriff's Department. Um, and then we, as in, the, when I say we, the Juneteenth committee um, uh, have been having monthly meetings uh, with law enforcement in our community. And then they brought it to that meeting and said, hey, uh, does the Juneteenth committee want to help us plan this? And um, I think we are in our 13th uh, meeting mm -hmm. at this point. We've worked really, really hard um, at making sure this is a well-rounded event. Uh, and it's truly about giving the entire community an opportunity to wrap their arms around 
this issue and come up with some different solutions that we can actually follow through on. Gary, what's uh, the day going to look like on Friday? So registration begins at uh, 8 a.m. and then at 8.30 is when everything gets kicked off. So what will end up happening is we'll have a discussion with a, a table of, of different people that are, have been affected by the violence in our community. Um, there's going to be a presentation by each one of those folks. There's going to be a discussion with the, with the audience about some of the things that have happened. Um, and then it's going to move on to um, a presenter. And our presenter is a gentleman from Chicago. He's a gang member, excuse me, former gang member, um, served some time in prison. And he's going to discuss the impact that it had on his life and how it affected him. Uh, he's pretty well respected mm -hmm. in the community in terms of uh, being able to actually go out and, and engage in groups and try to stop violence before it starts. And I think he's going to have a huge impact on the, on the crowd. And um, after that, we're going to have lunch. Then we're going to break off into teams. Um, there's five different teams that we're going to break off into. Uh, I will be part of the law enforcement team. There's a faith-based team, an education-based team, uh, and uh, a community-based team. And there'll be presenters inside of that team as well, those teams as well. But what they'll focus on is getting some feedback from the citizenry mm -hmm. about what can we do to stop this? What can we do to uh, make things better for our entire community? And then we're going to, it's going to be an effort of putting all this information together, identifying some issues and what we can do uh, to go after those issues. Then we're going to present it to the, the, the larger community. We're all gonna get back together and present it to everyone that, that was there. Uh, and we're going to assign tasks and continue to have meetings quarterly uh, to see what kind of advancements we've made on the issues we've developed and make determinations as to whether, whether or not we need to go in different directions on different things and, uh, and then implement change. And that's, that's the goal. That's great that there's going to be a continued collaborative effort. Uh, you know, establishing goals and, and continuing to work. What, uh, what should uh, citizens expect from this summit? Uh, why would you encourage someone to uh, come, Daniel? Well, I think most importantly, because this is, um, this is not an individual issue. This is not a issue that only has affected one side of town or the other. Um, this is not just a city issue. This is right, an right. issue for the entire county of Jackson. Um, and I think that anyone ha who has any care, love, concern, compassion uh, for our community of Jackson as a whole, Jackson County, um, then I would encourage them to spend some time, uh, sacrifice some time, and come down to this event. Um, um, like the sheriff said, it's going to be from 8.30 until about 2.30 or so. Um, but that doesn't mean you have to commit to coming to the entire day if you can only come to one part. Um, I think that that's going to be impactful uh, to even just come to one part or one hour of the event um, and donate some time to wrapping your arms around this issue. Um, I think it's um, I think it's going to be good. I think it's you know there's been a lot of forethought uh, because in the past, uh, it, which is what makes this different. Uh, in the past, we've had these like community gatherings, um, and I've been at several of them. Um, where we get together after an issue happens in the community and there's outrage, there's mm -hmm. a lot of hurt, 
Um, there's residual hurt from other families who have suffered these types of losses in the past. Um, and then there's a lot of passion behind it, but then there's usually not a whole lot of follow-up. Right. And then that leaves a lot of unanswered questions, um, a lot of concern that leaves the community feeling like it was only a flash in the pan and just something to do. Um, I think that the, the uh, sheriff said it best this morning when we were chatting. He said it's kind of just like window dressing, right? Mm -hmm. um, with this, it's uh, a lot of forethought put into having actual dates lined up already, location lined up already, and a follow-up summit for 2023 already lined up. Um, and it's not about us coming there um, to necessarily immediately solve the issue, but putting in place some actual solutions that we can work on and finding out the right places where those solutions can actually come to life. Uh, and that's the, that's the thing that I most for, look forward to about this event. Gary, how important is uh, continuing to have a, a, have a progressive and great relationship with the, the citizens? Um, you, you really want to work together um, to create a, a, safer, a safer community. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it, the thing about it is, uh, What's frustrating when you're investigating crimes that, that have to do with the violence that mm -hmm. we're talking about here is a lot of times there's a big misunderstanding in the community about how we go about investigating these crimes and it kind of becomes an us versus them mm -hmm. situation which is really a difficult thing to navigate as an investigator. Uh, here's the, here's the, the bottom line. You cannot arrest your way out of these kinds of types of situations. Okay. You simply can't do it. Um, we have to go to the root cause of what's causing all of this stuff, and we have to start making impacts there mm -hmm. uh, before it happens. So there aren't any more people getting shot. There aren't any more houses being shot up. There aren't people that are walk, driving down the road and hearing gunshots and worried about going to the store, things of that nature. That's the stuff that we have to stop. Mm -hmm. And frankly, we can't do that just as a law enforcement community. It has to be everybody engaged along with us and providing us with information on how we can serve them better, and as well as engaging in other uh, places in the community that may be able to impact those types of situations as well. So there are other things in the community that may be able to stop a, a shooting incident mm -hmm. from occurring. You know, perhaps it's it's somebody that's that's working at the, at the booze center. Maybe it's somebody that's working working at the Martin Luther King Center. Maybe there's something else involved in it, and maybe they understand through this. Uh, how to utilize the police a little mm -hmm. bit better to, pre uh, to prevent violence from happening. Yeah. We talked to the 911 uh, dispatch operators uh, yesterday and you know it was a kind of a question of when do you know if you should call 911 or not and if you have that mm -hmm. conversation they say you should probably call 911. If you see something say something. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's what's happening when you're investigating uh, an incident people are they're reluctant to um, come forward and, and tell you what they saw. Isn't they are. They are, and, and I can understand that. Sure. I understand that there are ways we can help people through that. There are ways that, that maybe perhaps a lot of folks don't understand that they may not be it may not be necessary for them to, to testify or even to be identified, but if they bring information forward that advances the investigation to where we can get the people that are responsible for these horrendous acts, that's the important thing. We're going to take a quick break more with Sheriff Gary Schutte and Mayor Daniel Mahoney right after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure 
at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Today's show is brought to you by Home Study, a full-service, one-stop shop for all of your home home's needs. All their service efforts make your home feel cared for with a dedicated service team you can trust. Everything from electrical, plumbing, drywall, painting, to honey-do lists and more. Give Home Study a call today at 833-496-9466. We're back on The Morning Show with our Mayor Daniel Mahoney and Sheriff Gary Schutte, and we're talking about the Summit to End Violence, and it's happening this Friday, and uh, it's going to be a good turnout. Um, what do you hope that the uh, citizens that attend take away from the meeting and uh, share with their networks? Um, well, I hope that they share that this is something different. Um, I hope they feel the vibe that this is something different. I think even just looking at the um, broad group that, that put this together, that worked so hard to put this together, you got uh, the sheriff and the undersheriff, you've got the chief of police, you've got the prosecutor, um, you have uh, myself, uh, you've got the director of uh, 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 diversity, equity, and belonging uh, from Jackson College, Kelly Crum, at the table. You've got uh, John Willis, the chief equity officer of the city of Jackson, at the table. You've got uh, community member uh, Anthony Parker at the table. And then also the support of Baker College uh, through uh, Leslie Bowles and Spring Arbor College through Kevin uh, Brown and I think that's just an all-star cast. Am I forgetting anybody? Am I forgetting I think you somebody? Got it, um, you got okay, it, I had to make yeah. sure I'm, to make sure I'm not good. leaving anybody <laughs> out. But that's like an, uh, an all-star community yeah. cast of people. I mean, putting that many um, people together, a lot of volunteer hours, a lot of yeah, extra effort, a lot of work. Yeah. It shows that there's a lot of people that care about this issue. Yeah, Gary, we've done um, these forums uh, mainly about drugs in right. the past. Mm -hmm. We've had you know a concerted effort. And I think we had to stop because of the pandemic, but really the um, gun violence, violence and, and, and drug crime, drug uh, abuse, there's relations. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot of relations between the two, but the other thing is, is that, you know, when you look at some of the things that have happened here in our community recently, for instance, we just had uh, a triple homicide in Grass Lake. Mm -hmm. a gentleman was convicted of it here just a couple of days ago. That's violence too. Right, that's this, we're, we need to focus on that. And um, I think probably the, the, the greater challenge that we have right now is the stuff that's going on in the city. But like the mayor said, it's not something that's just exclusive to the city. Uh, we had five homicides in the county last year. And we've had multiple shootings in the county last year, multiple shootings in, in homes uh, last year. Uh, so it's something that needs to be addressed countywide. Um, I think that's critical. Uh, I think what makes this different, um, and like the Drug Summit, and by the way, the Drug Summit's still continuing to go on. We met uh, about a month ago uh, again. Uh, so it's, it hasn't stopped, it just slowed down a little bit from the pandemic. Um, but like, like that summit, this is going to continue on. And it's going to be something that's gonna have longevity in terms of making a determination, first what the problem is, how we can solve that problem, and then evaluating whether or not those solutions are working and whether or not we can do something different uh, to make it even better. Um, so I think that's going to be a, a huge change in the direction on how we uh, conduct these types of uh, uh, outreaches with the community. 
That's, again, a great opportunity to uh, meet face-to-face -face and uh, shake hands and, mm -hmm. and learn about each other and uh, make some progress, so it's exciting. There really is a, um, a lot of cooperation already among the uh, various uh, entities that you described to, that are sponsoring the event, but law enforcement in particular, all the uh, cooperation among first responders, fire agencies. I think Jackson County, we're pretty lucky that there's so much um, interagency, intergovernmental cooperation. I agree with that. I, it, we have a, a fantastic relationship with all the different law enforcement uh, uh, providers inside of our community. And in addition to that, we have really good relationships with uh, people that are outside of law enforcement. Um, the Juneteenth Committee, for example, uh, we meet with them regularly uh, to discuss different issues and uh, try to provide some, some meaningful feedback um, from our, our seat and we get meaningful feedback from their seat. So I think it's, it's a really a wonderful cooperative effort all the way around. It's happening Friday at the American One Credit Union Event Center at Killy Park. It's free, it includes lunch. All are welcome uh, already. You've got about 150 people registered. 158 as of this morning. <clears throat> awesome. But room for a lot more, as you know, the center yes. holds a lot of people. And you can register on scene, or you can um, just uh, take a shot of this QR code and uh, register in advance. But either way, um, Everyone would love to see you on Friday. Thanks for coming in today. Thanks thank for having you. Thank you guys. Thanks for having us. Yes. Yeah, thanks for doing this. Uh, the mayor of the city of Jackson, Daniel Mahoney, and Jackson County Sheriff, Gary Schutte. More of the morning show after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Today's show is brought to you by Vermeulen Furniture, now in their third generation of being family owned and operated. Vermeulen Furniture prides themselves on offering great brand name furniture at affordable prices. Thanks to Vermeulen Furniture for helping us bring you today's show. Joining us now from Printer Source Plus, owner Joe Sharp and accountant marketing manager Pat O'Dowd. Good morning. Oh my gosh, you're not wearing your business casual today. Well, <laughs> you know, first of all, I want to ask you how, how life's like as the small business person of the year. Oh, thank you, Andy. Uh, it's, it's, it's good. It's, yeah. it's very uh, uh, humbling, yeah. to say the least, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. That's great. <laughs> That's great. I don't know what else to say. You guys have a lot of, a lot of fun at uh, PSP and do a lot of team building, and this year, you guys did a weight loss challenge at, uh, I believe in January you started it. And uh, who is that next to you? I barely recognize him. <laughs> this guy here is the winner <laughs> of the competition. And uh, as you can tell, he's made it quite fun. Uh, it's yeah. been a fun competition, uh, but give it to Pat. He did beat us. You can tell, look at how slim and he fit he's skinny looking. Yeah. And at least five to six years younger. Yeah. I almost didn't recognize you, Pat. Uh, how much have you lost? I, uh, in the competition, I went from 236.4 to down to about 208. That's awesome. Uh, in December, I was 242. Okay. So wow. I started a little ahead of these guys. But, Feeling uh, good? 
Yeah, I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling yeah. great. I can. I've got a whole new wardrobe. I've got uh, different sizes that I'm wearing. You know, I went from a double XL to uh, a medium. And can we have <laughs> some of our double XL JTV stuff? <laughs> I think yeah. You're gonna have to get me some new swag for That's the fine. sports season. Has this out. allowed Pat to uh, get around to more clients and, and take Absolutely. care of more customers Absolutely. with his weight loss? A lot more energetic. Yeah. That's yeah. He's got some energy now. Although Joe has the, I think you're the Jackson County record for weight loss challenge, right? Well, back in the day, yeah, I lost yeah. 235 That's pounds. amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Awesome. That would be, I would be 1.4 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> now Pat is uh, dressed in his athletic clothing. Um, if you, if you, is that your athletic clothing or is yeah, that your boys? Yeah, I'm an elite workout. <laughs> is I, that your boys? Elite uh, athlete. Now, if, I think it was a few years ago, Pat uh, was in the middle of a workout and wanted to show us that he could do a burpee. <laughs> it was uh, a challenge. Do yeah. we have that uh, clip? I hope. Okay, so this is a, he's, he, he's going, oh my God. All right, no, hang on a second. Do, wait a second. Can you do one more? Like in this one, make it a little quicker. <laughs> you can do it, Pat. <laughs> wow. You know what? He looks good. <laughs> All right, so you're down some weight. So, yeah, there's uh, some big belly there. You want to do it again? Go for it. You guys are all right with it? We're cool with it. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I could... Take that mic off. I, Let's see another burpee. I could show you a little burpee, actually. I hope I can do it a little better. He's been practicing. You know one thing I noticed, sword. Joe, is uh, last time he had the tag on that championship. I just saw that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually going to keep this one. <laughs> Tell me when you're ready. Oh, my goodness. The strike down that elite shirt. Give yourself, give yourself. think it got much better. It didn't feel any better. It looked a lot better. It, it I fell. I fell down. I think so. the added Primer Source Plus part really helped the I didn't expect that. I like that. Yeah. Well, that's you, how you I, that that's in. actually how I work out every night. Yeah. yeah that's, you just witnessed my workout. Yeah. Awesome. That has been the key you, to 30 you, pounds down is Printer you, Source Plus. You guys are a fun company to work with, aren't you? Yeah, we try to be. Yeah, so talk, I think I think it's good for social media and yeah, some engagement. Fun. Yeah, you guys. I saw you riding a uh, stick horse out of the back but office the other day. That was my pink unicorn. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That thing. That's why a nice it, ride. Why is it so important to have fun around the office, Joe? Uh, just good morale. Yeah. We we like to keep morale up, and uh, you know Pat definitely helps us with that. Uh, we just like to be fun. You know, keep people interested in the job. We try to find fun ways to learn. You know, our products and yeah. stuff. So. We, we just like having fun. People are trying to kind of save money where they can. Gas is still uh, funky, you know. You're paying, you're paying a lot, you know, for things. So you try to help save people money where they can, and, and a lot of times people have no idea what they're even paying for printing costs, do they? No, no, we just ran into somebody that was paying three cents a mono page. 
Three really? cents every black page coming out of their copy. Really? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Our rate's what? 009? 009 on a machine that's an eight. Not even a penny. Really? Wow. It's amazing. It's just amazing the stuff that we're uncovering and the thing, people we're helping that's save good. a lot of money. Yeah. You're, help, you're helping new businesses. You help mm. schools, large organizations, um, individuals who work from home. You really Absolutely. service everybody. Absolutely. Here's a picture of us with JATA. Oh, there's uh, Ryan right there. Yep, that's one of our big production machines. Uh, Sixty page per minute, full color booklet, staple. So, what do they run up? What are they? What are they using uh, this machine for, Joe? Obviously, uh, Jada, big organization, mm. a lot going on. What are they? Uh, what are they using all the, this machine for? Oh, their bus schedules. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. All their literature they're printing off yeah. in this. Uh, there's so many things you can do with the Epson product that. It's really unlimited. All yeah. I do is just sit down and talk with us, and we'll see if we can help you. I mean, that's the bottom line. If we can't, we're going to tell you. Yeah, that's great. Uh, there's uh, Katie over at uh, LRL. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah they, were, they were having trouble uh, getting their members onto their previous copiers. So they have a lot of people that are renting office space from them, a lot okay. of in and out, a lot of touchdowns. So they needed uh, an easily accessible, easy to set up machine. Uh, high quality prints for their members, um, and and Katie has uh, been thrilled with it. Yeah, our Epson's the reason why it's so important at the Lean Rocket. Our Epson's uh, connect with mobile devices. That's what they're made to do okay. is to work, you know, easily with iPads. Uh, print right from print from, the from your cell phones. You can scan back to your cell phones. It's it's a good product. And here's one of uh, I know Pat's <laughs> favorite lunch places. You guys uh, at the DB. Um, what's your favorite meal at the Dirty Bird? Uh, salad. Yeah. Salad with the, the grilled chicken. Uh, no, croutons. no croutons. It's amazing. And uh, probably why I won the weight loss challenge is because Joe likes wings. You, look, so, uh, you almost look sick. You lost so much my, weight. My wife asked me to stop Do they ask? Weight. Do people ask you, what's wrong with you? I haven't had that yet. That's my goal, though. <laughs> so then maybe I'll get some sales from people that feel bad for me. Like, well, he's obviously sick. Did we're you guys do that menu? Or no, 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 no. He was. Uh, that was uh, Joe is an ambassador with the chamber yes. as well, and they did an ambassador bingo. Haley oh, cool. Haley Hemick over there, just phenomenal marketing mind. She came up with an ambassador bingo to encourage the ambassadors to get out and support members. Joe hit the bingo in one day. That was just one of the stops. Yeah, this awesome. uh, belt. It, now, it's the Prison City Fight League. <laughs> Where did you get that? You stole that from someone. Well, Joe used to run fights, oh. and uh, early in the weight loss competition, we realized we needed a little bit more incentive. And so, having the belt for the whole week, yeah. you know, every Monday we would weigh in, and then mm -hmm. whoever won that week got to wear the belt around the office. Respect, integrity. That's right. I like it. <laughs> It really go, and I'm thinking about honestly, Bart. I'm thinking about a career in MMA fighting now. <laughs> so the belt a, itself weighs about 15 pounds. Yeah, we we didn't weigh in with it on, but uh, I have gone to many sales appointments with the belt on. Yeah. I think it just brings a level of respect, and you know, I, it's cool that people seem to like it when you wear the belt. Yeah. They Aside really uh, from the one and a half burpees um, that we <laughs> were able to do, are you? Um, changing your diet? What's the I did. secret to I, The secret, and this is not a lie, is uh, is uh, crunchy peanut butter. You I, did tell me that. Yeah. It's, it, nobody believes me, but uh, so I started eating only between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., so intermittent fasting, which mm -hmm. the guy out at uh, MVP Sports turned me on to that. Um, Brad. Yeah, Brad. 
he's done phenomenal with mm -hmm. it himself. So he talked to me about it. And then instead of having uh, dessert, I'll have a spoonful of peanut butter. And it takes away that craving for dessert, and it takes away like uh, hunger pangs and everything from just eating salad all day. You could so. sell that as a program, just sell crushed peanut butter. I'm writing a book. <laughs> I am. I'm writing a book on the peanut butter diet, the POD peanut butter diet. <clears throat> Look for it on Amazon shortly. Is there a certain brand of crunchy peanut butter? It's got to be Jeff. Yeah, that one's. Choosing uh, moms, choose Jeff, right? What I like to do, you know, is have that, and then we've got two dogs, and the dogs run up, and I just let them finish it off. So they've actually that lost. That way you don't have to do that. They've lost right. weight. I just put it right back in the drawer, but they've lost weight too. <laughs> Spelt. Our dogs are spelt. Yeah, that was. A, I think that was a word I taught you last week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good. Now we uh, we do have a birthday we're celebrating, and. Uh, and you our, guys brought a picture. Uh, our director, Noah Baker, up in the booth. It's his birthday. <laughs> he's wearing that hat today. I don't know if he's allowed to come out, um, but we do have uh, I don't. Do you guys even let him out during no. the day, or is it no. kind of like you stay up there? Yeah, you stay up there, we'll stay down here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, if you could pass along, we, we will. did get him a little gift. We will. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Noah says thank you. Well, and thank you for coming in today. Thank Absolutely. you. It's always thank fun. You. Yeah. Thank you for allowing of course. our, uh, our <laughs> funniness. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Joe Sharp and weight loss champion Pat O'Dowd. <laughs> the morning show continues after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back. Reminder one more time, it's customer appreciation week at Napoleon Lawn and Leisure, and that started Monday and goes through Saturday. Discounts on uh, pretty much everything, and then they'll have food on Friday and Saturday, so uh, check out one of our great advertisers, Napoleon Lawn and Leisure. Awesome place. John and his crew are uh, super people, and it's a fantastic Beautiful store. Yeah. Yep. Hey, you've heard of dog shows and cat shows. Well, in Australia, they have a 30-year tradition going on at Easter time, duck fashion shows. And oh my goodness, that duck is gorgeous looking. <laughs> in Sydney, Australia, this event is uh, making headlines uh, thanks to social media. But these finely dressed, feathered friends have like, captured the hearts and attention of countless uh, people around the why globe. Why do they all look like Queen Elizabeth? Well, it's Australia. It's, you know, part of the crown, or, or was. But um, the, Piper, the Pied Piper Duck Show, <laughs> so part funny. of the Royal Easter Show in Sydney, makes it want to makes you want to go to Sydney. It really does, it? yeah. If it didn't cost $3,000 to fly over there. I don't know how they get the ducks into the costumes. Have you ever even, have they, you ever approached a duck at Cascades? They don't like to be approached. <laughs> I've, I've approached <laughs> a- Geese really don't. Yeah. I've, I've approached a Canadian either. geese. Yeah. Yeah, I've approached one of those. They'll come after you. Yeah, I think they probably- um, Drug them. Drug them and then dress them up and then wake them up. You know, like, you know, it's like if you're taking your dog or cat to get their teeth cleaned. You just put them, put them under for a little bit, and then they wake up and they're in a uh, Alice in Wonderland costume. <laughs> I wonder if they get to keep the costumes. I'd go to that. <laughs> well, uh, the uh, 
Forbes magazine uh, today is out with the uh, billionaires list, and uh, guess who's at the top? Abraham Bravanovich? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Yes, Elon Musk actually is number one at $219 billion, and Jeff Bezos is uh, at $171 billion. Uh, Russia lost the most billionaires, it turns out. They have 34 fewer than they did last year. America has the most billionaires. Uh, mm. China has a lot, but a tech crackdown in China has uh, dropped 87 people of China off the billionaire list. Globally, 2,668 billionaires. Wow. Ain't that something. <clears throat> yep. Wow. That's Total amazing. net worth, 12.7 trillion. What could, what could that, that amount of money accomplish? Ah, so much money. Yeah. Well, good for them. Good for them, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I guess follow, uh, follow Elon around and, and put your <laughs> money wherever he puts his money and good things are going to happen because he, he doesn't really lose that often. No. Who's coming in tomorrow? Tomorrow on the morning show, we have uh, Don Hayduck, Director of Environmental Health <laughs> at the Health Department, Jake Schuster from... Harvest Solar, and Katie Powell, Jackson County Science Fest. Later today, Superintendent Jeff Beal, Joe Cecil from SAU, Monica Bowman from JC, Ben Kreish and Katie Rutkowski from Paragon. And uh, with news about the uh, Henry Ford Jackson Hospital Pink Ball, Dee Talmadge and Teresa Dark. Hope to see you later today. <laughs>